Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kiran Mack, and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube, and please do subscribe. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and a host of other podcast players. Now that that's all done, let's jump into today's show. Well, hello there. Welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show and delighted you've been able to tune in yet again this morning. Today is Wednesday, the 28th of September, 2022. Now, before we get into today's show, don't forget to like this video, subscribe to the channel. And if you want to know when our next video comes up, hit the notification bell beside that subscribe button and YouTube will let you know when we upload the next time. Now, now that that's all said and done, let's jump into the first story of the day. Tropical Storm Noru to hit Thailand's northeast this Thursday. Tropical Storm Noru is expected to hit Thailand's northeast province of Muktahan and Amnat Charan this Thursday after it swept through Vietnam and Laos. The storm is forecast to bring heavy rain to Thailand, similar to the Dainumu storm in September last year. Noru The first tropical storm to hit Thailand this year, packing wind speeds of up to 140 kilometers per hour at its center, is moving westward at a speed of 25 kilometers per hour and is anticipated to make landfall in central Vietnam this Wednesday, according to the Thai Meteorological Department. The approaching storms will strengthen the southwesterly monsoon, which is looming over the Andaman Sea and the Gulf of Thailand, and this will bring widespread heavy rain and isolated very heavy rain to most parts of Thailand, including Bangkok and surrounding provinces from Wednesday through Sunday. People living at the bases of mountains are warned of flash floods, while those living near natural waterways are advised to brace for possible waterway overflows. Small vessels are advised to remain ashore during the period due to stormy seas and high waves in both the Andaman Sea and the Gulf. Overflows from the Lam Takan River inundated several low-lying areas in the municipality of Nakhon Ratchisama this morning following continuous rain throughout the night. Meanwhile, the provincial administration has issued advice to people living in 18 out of the province's 32 districts, among them Muang, Siang Sang, Chuk Chai, Pak Chong, Pimai, Pak Tong Chai and Kambori to brace for the impact of Tropical Storm Nauru, which is expected to bring heavy rain to the northeastern provinces. Now, there's other parts of Thailand which also are included that and pretty much All provinces are being warned to look out for very, very heavy rain and to be careful when you're outside there. So guys, if you are here in Thailand at the moment, please take care over the next couple of days. And moving along to the next story of the day, the BMA mows longer hours for visitors. Bangkok Governor Chachart Sitipunt hopes to stimulate the local economy by encouraging some tourist attractions, especially those along the Chao Phraya River, to stay open until midnight. Mr. Chachart on Sunday said the extended opening hours of the city's tourist attractions, such as museums and temples, would not attract only foreign visitors, but also domestic tourists to stay longer in the capital. Keeping tourist attractions past sunset will bring about many benefits for tourists. For one, the weather won't be as hot as during the daytime, which will undoubtedly improve visitors' mood, he said. In addition, if the city's attractions are open in the evening, tourists can better plan their itinerary to avoid traffic congestion during the busiest hours of the day, he said. The Bangkok Metropolitan Administration, BMA, will work with a number of tourism associations to promote the idea, the governor said. In the meantime, he added, City Hall is planning to install decorative lights around tourist attractions along the river. 
The BMA is also considering illuminating the street art along Padung, Krung, Kasem Canal every day, as opposed to only on the weekends when the area is turned into a walking street. To ensure the extended operating hours do not have any detrimental effect on communities, the BMA will need to come up with guidelines to improve public safety, he noted. We need to find the right balance between stimulating the economy and keeping order in local communities. The governor said City Hall wants to work with local authorities in Venice to have Bangkok declared as its twin city. Bangkok has a lot of waterways and is known as Venice of the East, so by working closely with the Venetian authorities, we can learn from their water management plan, not to mention possible cultural exchanges and collaboration, he said, adding he hoped to see the partnership take shape early next year. Mr. Chichard also stressed the importance of improving the city's livability score. Bangkok is currently ranked 98 in a global livability ranking conducted by the Economist Intelligent Unit, the EIU, and the governor said he wants to drive up the city's rank to around 50 by 2027. Tourists may see our city as quite a livable place to live, but Bangkok residents may not agree. City Hall must develop the city to make it more livable to both locals as well as tourists, said Mr. Chachart. We will focus more on transparency, introduce more public green zones and creative collaborative space, as well as solve the city's recurring floods, the governor added. And next up, new VAT mould that targets luxury goods. The Finance Ministry is considering the introduction of a two-tier value-added tax rate that could generate additional revenue of more than 100 billion baht, says a ministry source who requested anonymity. The source said the Fiscal Policy Office studied the two-tier VAT system a long time ago. The system used the current VAT rate of 7% for general goods and services with higher rates for luxury items. The study estimated this system could generate additional revenue of more than 100 billion baht for the country. The source said some countries use a two-tier VAT rate. A two-tier rate should not have a major impact on most ties as they typically consume general goods and services which would be charged the current VAT rate, the source said. Only certain items such as liquor or cigarettes will be subject to the higher rate. Thailand introduced the VAT system for domestic products and imported goods in 1992, with the current ceiling at 10%. The finance ministry has proposed raising the VAT from time to time, but an unfavourable economic climate or political concerns about the effect on the general public always doomed such proposals. Thailand has changed its tax structure many times, with a common theme of reducing rates, such as the top personal income tax bracket falling from 37 to 35%, while the corporate income tax rate dipped from 30% to the current maximum of 20%. The ministry source said, because the government shouldered higher expenditure during the COVID-19 pandemic, a tax increase during this difficult economic time is unlikely. Over the past two years, the government introduced two emergency loan decrees to allow it to borrow 1.5 trillion baht to alleviate the effects of the pandemic on the economy. As a result of the borrowing, the government raised the ceiling of the public debt to GDP ratio to 70%, up from 60% to accommodate the growing debt burden. The public debt to GDP ratio stood at 60.8% in July this year. After the Yingluk Shinawatra government was toppled in 2014, the military junta set directions for tax reform, including that it should not burden low-income earners while ensuring fair treatment, plugging tax loopholes and improving the government's revenue. However, new tax launched under the current government have not generated significant additional revenue given their many exemptions. 
In September last year, the country introduced the e-service tax law requiring overseas businesses, operators providing online services in Thailand to register for 7% VAT payments if their annual income exceeded 1.8 million baht. The Revenue Department has collected almost 6 billion baht from the e-service during the first 10 months of fiscal 2022, surpassing the target by 951 million baht. In the same period, the department collected total revenue of 1.67 trillion baht, of which 766 billion came from VAT. During the period, VAT revenue exceeded its target by 18.5% and was 17.3% higher than during the same period the previous fiscal year. And moving along, tourism prospects hang in the balance. The weak bat could benefit the tourism industry as foreign purchasing powers gain value, though it might not be enough to offset high airfares according to the Thai Hotels Association. Marisa Sukasal, president of the THA, said currency depreciation is just one of many factors helping to make the Thai tourism industry more attractive in the post-pandemic period. The weak bat definitely affected the industrial sector as it imports raw materials for production, but it could support the tourism industry as foreign tourists could spend more in the country, she said. The bat has continued to plunge as the US Federal Reserve hiked interest rates by 0.75 percentage points this week to battle inflation. But whether a weak bat can help offset high transport costs such as airfares, I'm not quite sure, said Miss Marisa. She said the soaring price of air transport has affected the number of international tourists travelling by plane as this market remains lower than expected the past few months. Miss Marisa said positive momentum has built up from borders reopening without the requirements of the Thailand Pass registration and the removal of RT-PCR testing. The latest announcement from the Public Health Ministry, which downgraded COVID-19 to an endemic disease starting from October 1, should mark a milestone for the country's tourism industry, she said. Compared with other countries in Asia, Thailand's relatively fast removal of COVID protocols should accelerate the recovery pace for tourism, said Mrs. Marisa. Unlike the Tom Young Gung crisis in 1997, when the baht tumbled to more than 50 baht to the dollar, the scenario this year is different in terms of the stakeholders who have been impacted, she said. COVID-19 has affected all stakeholders in the tourism industry, from hotel employees to those in the supply chain, said Mrs. Marisa. She said tourism demand during the 1997 crisis remained strong until the supply of rooms was insufficient to cater for all guests, whereas during COVID-19, tourists vanished. Acting Prime Minister Prawit Wong Suwan insisted the government will not intervene in the Bank of Thailand's monetary policies. Now, what I find interesting, especially during this last couple of days, is the obsession towards the US dollar and, of course, tourism industries getting involved and saying, yes, it's great. There's more, more value for money. You know, if you're an American coming to Thailand, like as of today, it's nearly at, um, I think it's 37.96, the rate as I'm looking at it right now for the, uh, for the, from the dollar to Thai baht. And yes, if you're an American coming to Thailand, you're getting more value for your money. But they're failing to mention all the other countries that would be potentially coming this high season. And of course, the euro is a major currency when you when it comes to travel to Thailand because of you know where the euro represents and the amount of countries that use it. Now they're focusing continuously focusing on the US dollar and I don't understand why because the top tourism numbers generally in high season are you know Germany, the Nordic countries, UK, Australia, China, Korea, 
Of course, now it's India as well. Okay, so when you're looking at all those countries who do not use the US dollar, I don't know what the obsession is. America would be ranked way down the list in terms of visitor numbers, and I'm just being, you know, truthful about it. Now, today the euro is 36.53. The highest I've seen in the last, you know, three, four years is 39. And actually that was, uh, that number of 39, uh, you know, uh, one euro to 39 Thai baht was September last year during the pandemic when there probably was nobody coming here. So, you know, people coming to Thailand from these other countries are not seeing value for money. And on top of not seeing the value for money, you know, and things seemingly looking cheaper to them, they have to take on top of that, the increasing airfares, which seem to be skyrocketing, you know, flights that would have normally cost 20,000 are now costing 30,000 Thai baht. And you can see this when you look at, you know, even flights to like Japan, which is reopening out right now, and you see how expensive everything has become. Now, the They've been talking as well that outbound tourism to other countries is going to be way down because of these kind of issues and the increased uh, monetary situation being placed on people, you know, where they just can't afford to go on holidays right now abroad. But as we're talking about people coming here and tourists coming here to Thailand, in general, it's not going to be any cheaper. There's no real value. And even if you look at the Great Britain pound at the moment, it's uh, I think you're getting a 40.97 Thai baht. Now, I remember when the pound not so long ago was in and around, I think, 42, 43. And even if we look at the, you know, the full chart from, from this period of time and you look over late, even the last two years, I mean, the highest the pound got to was, I think it hit 46.29 in August last year. And now currently it's at, I mean, 39 point something. So no, again, people from the UK coming here are not seeing value for money. So it's only America they're talking about, but when they're talking about tourism, America is not their number one destination or number one, you know, incoming travelers. As I said, you're talking about India, you're talking about countries like Australia, Germany, you know, even, you know, Sweden, uh, all the Nordic, all, all these countries here as well, and even the UK. So they seem to be very focused on the dollar, but I, I, I'm not exactly sure as to why and why they're so focused on American travelers when that's not their number one market. I do think they're trying to be positive because they probably know that, you know, the European markets are going to be hugely affected this coming high season, which is obviously winter in Europe. We have, you know, obviously the airfares have gone up and are skyrocketing up in Europe. We also have the fact that, you know, the Ukraine-Russia war, uh, the idea that gas in Europe is, you know, fairly rationed at the moment and will be probably during winter, especially people's gas and electric bills are all skyrocketing across Europe and people just don't have extra money to be spending, you know, on vacations to Thailand. And I think there is definitely a fear you know, creeping into the industry, but trying to talk up something else to be more positive. And I think this may be what it is, because if you were to look at the overall travel situation coming this high season, and you're a hotelier at the moment, you should be concerned because Europe is certainly not a place that, you know, you'd be saying, oh, there's going to, you know, it's going to be like 2019 levels, or we're going to see, you know, a lot of people coming from, I, I don't just see how it will be that. People are concerned at the moment. We've just seen in the UK, the new mini budget that was announced. And, you know, it seems to be very focused on exceptionally rich people. And also you've seen what happened to the pound during that time as well. And, and the lack of confidence in this plan. So inflation's creeping up all across Europe. I, I just think it, it's probably the worst time in the world to be traveling at the moment, you know? 
And then, of course, not to forget, we have Russia and Russian travelers, which have made up a huge uh, portion of the market here in Thailand over many, many years. And real doubt as to how many of them could be traveling this high season. So that's been all thrown into the mix as well. And personally, I just don't think we're going to see huge amount of Russians this year as well. So, yeah. The tourism industry, you know, it's it's a tough industry to be in right now. I, I think they've been hit fairly hard with the COVID situation, of course. And then now we've headed into a kind of a different situation in terms of the Ukraine russia war what that has kind of led to in terms of people's money pocket energy supply oil prices and all the different things that surround that but that's my opinion of it all and i'd love to know your opinion as always so guys whatever your opinion is whether you agree or disagree let us know down in the comment section and speeding along cannabis farmers ask for help as prices drop farmers in the province of nakon panom are asking the government to help regulate the price of cannabis after the industry began seeing a drop in value due to an oversupply of the crop. I guess that's kind of economics, to be honest with you. Jurat Rungsi, 56, president of the Medicinal Herbs Community Enterprise of Na Kham and Sri Songkram district, said yesterday prices dropped dramatically after the government began allowing the public to grow the plant. Before cannabis was delisted as a narcotic earlier this year, only farmers with permission from hospitals, medical centers and university were able to grow cannabis. Mr. Jirawat said he started the group to grow cannabis for medical purposes in 2020 in collaboration with the Tambon Nankom Health Promotion Hospital. He said the group had 30 members growing about 30,000 cannabis plants when it first started. During the group's first harvest, members were able to earn 50 to 100,000 baht a month selling parts of the cannabis plant, including buds, leaves and roots, he said. However, prices of cannabis have dropped sharply since. As anyone can grow cannabis today, they do not have to get permission to grow the plant, so we have more competitors who drive cannabis prices down, he said. He said the price of fresh cannabis leaves has declined from the previous 15,000 baht per kilogram to 3,000 baht. Fresh stems were priced at 10,000 baht per kilogram in the past, but today they are worth only 1,000 baht, he said. He said cannabis farmers in Nakhon Panam have asked the government to help by announcing set prices farmers and customers can follow. He said about 20 community enterprises in Nakhon Panam plan to set up a cannabis cooperative to have more bargaining power when negotiating prices with middlemen. And finally, the Phuket News Daily Roundup. Russian business couples said they were extorted by foreigners. A Russian couple who deal in real estate have sought help from police, saying a gang of foreign men confronted them in a coffee bar and threatened and extorted them out of 1.8 million baht in cryptocurrency. Naka Shrine leads vegetarian festival processions. Devotees and Masong spirit mediums from the Naka Shrine in Visha took to the streets this morning, marking the first day of the street processions to be held as part of the Phuket Vegetarian Festival. And finally, just to remind everyone, weather warning for Andaman Coast. The Marine Department has issued a weather warning as the fallout from Typhoon Noru coupled with the southwest monsoon prevailing over the Andaman Sea is expected to intensify adverse weather in the region. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm.
But ultimately, my name is Kira Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.